And 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 we are off. It is 9:01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, Friday, June 2nd. Happy birthday, 2023 A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Nice. And we do have American Anchor Baby coming up at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. That's 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern. Don't watch Boring Joe. Watch American Anchor Baby. Baby, baby. We're going to have a fun loosey-goosey Friday show. Have some more cool music to share with you guys. You guys thought it was AAPI month last month. Well, we're still going hard on Jackie Chiang. So cool. Uh, Sleepy Joe fell. It's too graphic to show. I'm not going to show it to you guys. Too violent. Too disturbing <laughs> for Hake's tender heart. Uh, who put that there, he said. He pointed to this. <laughs> he pointed to some sandbag and blamed somebody else. And they sandbagged me. And uh, Trump wishes him well because Trump is not a vulgar person. Isn't that nice? I think so. Uh, I may talk about the, the so-called N-word. N-word. It's used in uh, Huckleberry Finn. Ooh, give me a break. And uh, what else? Uh, there, I saw this footage. I may skip it for today. Save it, save it for next week. Because I don't have the footage. Of these police in the UK, purportedly, trying to control some black uh, people. Suspects. You know, they're trying to hold them down. And it wasn't working very well. Some women were, were involved. Female officers. Oh. But I think I'll save that one for next week. That was, speaking of disturbing, the cops just didn't seem burly and big and manly enough to handle the situation. Uh, Israel. I'm okay. You know, people call Israel an apartheid state. I'm okay with apartheid. I'm okay. We should have apartheid everywhere. I mean... Don't countries have a basic right to a so-called apartheid? Apartheid, I think is how it's pronounced. So, uh, and I don't believe in human rights. So all these liberals criticizing Israel. You even hear some right, so-called right-wingers criticizing Israel about the stuff that they're doing to the Palestinians. And maybe they're doing wrong stuff to the Palestinians. But when they say the word human rights, it just, it's a turnoff. I don't care about so-called human rights. That's... They believe killing babies is a human right. Uh, I do have, um, you know, these clips about the immigrants, day without immigrants. Yes, please. Nah. Shout out to the immigrants. Um, And that abortion ban and some other mess. I mentioned in Hague News that teen pregnancies are at a low. I don't think... I could be wrong, but I don't think it's because they are being more moral. Okay? I don't think so. And some other mess. I have a lot that I've been meaning to get to. We'll see what happens. 
and your calls if you would like to call in. But let's hear the A.J. Gallardo, Gallardo, original theme song of the Hake Report, guys. Let's get right on with the show! guys doing i mean i mean hey guys i forgot <laughs> thrown off a little bit right now shout out to aj gallardo and trevor wesley thank you guys oh it's the hate report the hate report la 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 I don't know if I should be saying so, because I already said so. How y'all doing? I'm fine. I am wearing... Yes, you can call it pink. Yes, you can call it questionable, the month in which I just chose to wear pink. But it's desert pink. And uh, I got, I've gotten compliments on it from men. Males. Manly males. <laughs> I don't know if that helps. <laughs> uh, anyway. People, people who know. <laughs> that doesn't help either. Anyway, this is, I'm wearing my The Hake Report La 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 t-shirt. Hope you like it. Steal Hake's looks is, uh, spoiler alert, thehakereport.creator-spring.com. I don't like websites that use a hyphen in it because saying the word hyphen takes longer than to type the, the keystroke hyphen. Uh, some people are saying it's salmon. No, it's not salmon. Salmon is cope for pink. All oh, those males wearing salmon shirts. No, they look girly and they're wearing pink. Uh, but Luminiferous says, nice looking shirt, I think. Thank you. Deserts are manly, says Kale or Kyle or something. What's up, man? Shout out to the Facebook crew. <laughs> uh... Oh, yeah, and then the blacks call whites pink. You're not, we're not black, we're Snickers colored. And you're not white, you're pink. Uh, Hey, manly males don't drive Priuses. Tell that to, uh, I guess I won't dox the people who drive Priuses. Or the person. Or male. (laughs) Uh, Be quiet, point fire. I guess he is quiet, he's typing it. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I just, it looked like an interesting color when I was looking at it. Maybe I was looking at it on my big screen, which is not true to color. When I was uh, designing it during Women's Forum a a couple of weeks ago. I, uh... But I ordered it, and and I'm I'm pleased. Hey, it doesn't fit too tight. Like the uh, other one that I wore, the I Disavow t-shirt, which was maroon, I believe. Uh, so anyway, yeah, cool, thank you. Check it out, thehakereport.com or teespring.com slash stores slash thehakereport, which is thehakereport.creator-spring.com. 
Is it confusing when I give too many web addresses that go to this, basically the same place? <laughs> uh, DJ on Paw gave a diamond and says, Nice ginger camouflage shirt, playa. Happy fry, Hank. Thank you, man. Thank you. You're not going to be so happy come music time, but maybe you will. Maybe you will. Okay, let's get started. Sleepy Joe fell. It's, it was hard to watch because people falling, old people falling, they break bones, but Sleepy Joe doesn't break. He bounces or bends and then he needs help up, but he has a pleasant attitude about it, I guess. Isn't that nice? I will not, I shall not show you guys the footage, but there is video breaking. Biden takes a big fall on stage just now at the U.S. Air Force Academy graduation, according to Jacob K. Schneider. Schneider of RNC Research. So he's a rhino. But, or at least he works for rhinos. Not all people who work for rhinos are rhinos. He might not be. And that was shared 11.50 a.m. Pacific time, June 1st, yesterday. Molly M.Z. Hemingway pro-life lady, female journalist, fairly uh, fair-minded as journalists go, said, I gasped. I hope he's okay. And indeed, he said later, in a, when he arrived at somewhere, he's all, I got sandbagged. They sandbagged me. Made a joke and then did a little jog thing. You know, he's, all, he's gotten skinny. But it's not a, necessarily a bad-looking skinny. You know, some people look sickly. He looks a little sickly, and he might have had work done on, it, on that face. Normally, old people faces get saggier. But for some reason, you know, Nancy Pelosi, hey, is that a pink shirt? It's desert pink. You have to put de- the desert in it. <laughs> it makes it all okay. Salmon is cope for pink. Desert pink is awesome for <laughs> You've gotten sickly, skinny Hake. Yeah, uh... You know who's sickly skinny? Bill Clinton. He used to be kind of fat, chubby. Even though he used to jog when he was president. And yet somehow he would pull the ladies. But anyway, which I disavow, of course. He's gotten skinny. He looks like a skeleton. He looks like death, sort of. Bill Clinton. But Sleepy Joe, I don't know, he's kind of held together. But maybe he, he got hair implants, too, according to Slam Free Poetry. Who's a flat earther, by the way. So we can't, we can take what he says with a grain of salt. <laughs> Shout out to the flat earthers. But I think they might have done something to his face to pull it up, kind of like Nan- nervous Nancy Pelosi. Because her, her face should be sagging. Like, beautiful... Uh, <laughs> I feel bad calling her beautiful. Who's that dinosaur? Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. Her face kind of saggy. Like, a, you know, old, la- old ladies and old men. And I think it looks fine. You expect it. But they pull their faces tight. I don't like it. But, uh, yeah, he's fallen a bunch of times. Uh, and then look at him pointing out... <laughs> I like this part. Maybe he's not fully aware because he falls a lot. Like, 
somebody in the chat pointed out that he that he fell off of his bike or on his bike because his foot was clipped into those bike things. And you know, I don't like those clips. I've never used them. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, found a recent Diane Feinstein picture. <laughs> That's terrible. I guess I can't call that beautiful. It's not beautiful. <laughs> okay, uh, he fell up those stairs, going up those stairs a few times. He's still got some bounce in his step. That's nice, but he keeps on falling, maybe because he's not really aware. Staying alert. Aware of his surroundings. <laughs> hey, consulting the name of dinosaurs by comparing them to these evil people. Yeah, Diane Feinstein is an evil, evil person, but she's old, so she's a little bit more sensible than the, the young whippersnappers today. So show these pictures of him pointing out, this is Sleepy Joe. I will spare you, or spare myself, really, because some of you guys want to watch it, the footage of him falling, but he's, like, pointing, <laughs> look at that over there. Because, you know, he has no teeth. He has fake teeth. Look at that over there. Kill that thing. Dead. <laughs> no. But he pointed to the sandbag. Well, you should have seen that before, it's, rather than being all excitable. But good for you, man. He's like 80, right? He's 80 years old, and, he's, and he fell, and he didn't break anything, apparently. So that's cool. You know, I've seen him, you know, he... I saw a picture of him leaning against a desk and showing off his, like, triceps. A little bit of, little bitty hake triceps he has. Right on, man. Right on. Sleepy Joe. It's good to be physically fit, somewhat. But he's, I doubt that he's mentally fit. I doubt that. So here's Trump's response. Clip 12, our greatest president uh, responds in his, he had a town hall yesterday. He had a town hall. RSBN network, right side broadcasting network. It's a great network, I think. Maybe a little hit and miss, who knows. Uh, here's Trump's response. He's at the Air Force Academy. He actually fell down. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. But it's the whole thing is look, the whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to. Tip- <laughs> Trump did that. Trump tiptoed down a ramp, and they were like, the mainstream media, MSM, which is a buzzword for right-wing extremism. (laughs) It's a right-wing extremist uh, dog whistle, MSM. According to people on uh, YouTube, YouTube people wanted to suppress and censor people who use the word, this abbreviation, MSM. But Trump, yeah, he gingerly walked down down the ramp of a stage. That adrenochrome keeps his bones strong. Adrenochrome is like, what, adrenaline taken from babies or something like that? Terrible. Doesn't sound right. So here's this rhino tweet. Oh, Lord. Joe Walsh on Twitter was talking, running his mouth about this. Because he quote tweeted a guy who said that this is uh, 
they shouldn't be letting Pete Hegseth. He Pete Hegseth, you know, fairly conservative, decent guy on Fox and Friends weekend co-host, I guess, author, veteran Pete Hegseth. He said at this point, running him for president is just cruel. And so Joe Walsh, who I shall remind you, I think that he was a Tea Party guy. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure he was. Joe Walsh. And he was supposedly conservative. Tea Party means conservative, supposedly. But Paul Ryan was a, is it Paul Ryan? Was a Tea Party guy, and then he turned into a total rhino sleaze guy. I say sleaze guy because so, I don't want to say sleaze bag because people are saying that that's vulgar. Um, Joe Walsh says, okay, if you want to go there as running for Biden for president because he fell, it's just cruel. Let's go there, says Joe Walsh, talking all tough, at Walsh Freedom on Twitter. Don't harass him, though, guys, even though he's not a lady. <laughs> Supposed to not harass ladies. It's an anti-man word, harass. But anyway. Biden is in way better physical condition than Trump. Not even close, says Joe Walsh, who's supposed to be Walsh Freedom on Twitter. Former candidate for president. Former Congress male. Hashtag be brave is his uh, Twitter bio. Biden could beat Trump in a foot race. Heck! He said H-E double toothpicks. Biden can run. Trump can't. How do you know that? Biden can ride a bike. Trump can't. How do you know that? Trump couldn't come close to doing Biden's daily workout routine. That's because Trump is too busy working. And then he goes on. His exercise is golf. Did you know that? Trump's exercise is golf. He doesn't like exercising. Uh... Trump doesn't even have a daily workout routine, says Joe Walsh. Put them both in a boxing ring. Biden would kick Trump's boop. What? A rhino talking like that? Put some soap in your mouth, Joe Walsh. I could go on, but that's enough for now. So says Joe Walsh. I censored it for the kids. And for Hake. (laughs) For Hake's sensibilities. It was funny. I was at the men's forum last night. Not to share anything personal, but somebody almost cussed. Well, almost said God. <laughs> Instead, he said gosh. And he said, oh, Hake is Nickelodeon status. You're Nickelodeon status. And people think that they have to, like, censor themselves in front of me. And I'm censoring myself for the kids and the ladies. And, uh, and because I was trained that way, you know, with growing up with my family. But I'm not, <laughs> you guys can say whatever you want, at least in person, just not on my show. Anyway, that's just a side note. But Joe Walsh, he's practically campaigning for sleepy Joe Biden and saying stuff that I don't think that he really knows. You know, Joe Walsh. So, uh, and sleepy Joe is off. Trump is mentally sharp. And that's what you need for a president. And he still has energy and speaks clearly you know that's trump not sleepy joe (laughs) oh man i should show you guys this maybe maybe next week i'll show you guys this 2007 uh footage that i came across on twitter of miss north carolina or something like that or miss south carolina where (laughs) 
she was asked about a certain percentage of of American students or something can't locate the United States of America on a map or something like that, right? That's ridiculous. And she said, well, maybe they don't have maps or don't know what a map is, and we should go help South Africa and uh, Iraq. Go help them. (laughs) And she made less and less sense as she was going. And it was cute, kind of funny. And that reminds me sort of of cackling Kamala Harris, although the, the footage of cackling Kamala Harris saying stuff and repeating herself in very simplistic ways, I find it charming and I find it, it potentially cherry-picked. Whereas with Sleepy Joe, he's kind of, you know, off or something. So, anyway. Uh, so here's a reminder, an important reminder, important to me. The quote-unquote N word, it didn't mean anything, I think. And uh, realistically speaking, it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? It's just a word. But Mark Twain, per Wikipedia... I'm not going to censor this, but kids don't read it out loud uh, in the wrong contexts. Mark Twain, Wikipedia. I thought of Mark Twain because JLP and his producer referenced Mark Twain, who was a liberal. He was a writer, okay? I think he was a liberal. But according to Wikipedia, and they don't censor it, so I'm not. But I'm not going to say the word because, you know, whatever. But I'm going to show the word, but it's Wikipedia. If Wikipedia can show it, I can show it on YouTube. (laughs) Many of his works, Mark Twain, he's a writer from, he was born in the early 1800s, died in like 1910 or something like that, I don't know. He was a liberal. Many of his works have been suppressed at times for various reasons, writes uh, Wikipedia. And I think I have, do I have a screenshot of this? Let's see. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Indeed. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn has been repeatedly restricted in American, quote-unquote, high schools, not least for its frequent use of the word nubleep, which I did not censor. I only censor actual cuss words. This is not a polite word, kids, nowadays, especially nowadays. But back then, it was just... Okay. A slur... Uh, Wikipedia explains that it's a slur commonly used for black people, and they capitalize the B in the word black. Give me a break. It's lowercase b in the 19th century, okay? And I say it wasn't a slur. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was. Especially the way that Huckleberry Finn used it. This fictional character who was a boy about 13, 14, right around there, according to, uh, you know, the writings of Mark Twain, Real name, Samuel Clemens. See? So, now. Now. Ernest Hemingway once said of Huckleberry Finn, if you read it, if you read this book, you must stop where N-word Jim, and he didn't say N-word, he spelled it all the way out, is stolen from the boys. That is the real end. The rest is just cheating, he says. And I don't know what he means by that, but he's talking about how maybe it just goes on and on. 
Hemingway also wrote, All modern American literature comes from one book by, by Mark Twain called Huckleberry Finn, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. And I remember reading that book as a kid. And so, see, these people are spelling the whole word all the way out. Uh, and so I will have you know that all of this mama spirit censorship of the word is stupid. Don't say that too much, kids. Don't say stupid too much. And don't say the full-blown N-word <laughs> too much. Contro- control of the tongue is a good thing. I mean, the control of the tongue is meant for, like, meaning, actual meaning, not individual words. So a cuss word here and there in the right context, and the N-word here and there in the right context is fine, depending on where and when and how and whatever spirit, right? And I've never advocated for going around saying the N-word, so-called N-word. It feels dumb even calling it N-word. I liked how that guy from Wolfsboro, whose story I told... Okay, I guess you can take down the, <laughs> the, uh, the quote since it has it highlighted <laughs> for you guys. Hake's fascination this, with this word is cringe. Well, your use of the word cringe as, a, as an adjective is cringy. It's called cringy. Cringeworthy. Same cloth. I will have you know. Uh, I'm interested in it because... It's fascinating how blind and brainwashed even well-meaning blacks are by it. I remember I, there was one black guy in my PE class who this uh, Mexican guy, Americanized Mexican guy named, I think, Josh, talked to this uh, black guy, Reggie. And they were having fun, and Reggie's all, yeah. I mean, Josh is all, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Reggie all of a sudden got all serious. I don't like that. I don't like that. And that's because of the training. Bad training by the parents. You're taking it too seriously. And it's mass brainwashing. And it's gotten even and it's gotten even worse in recent years. I mean, they don't even want you to dress up black. They call it blackface and they call it Oh, reference, given the history of all this stuff, it's offensive. No, it's not. That's your ugly, easily offended, hate-filled mind. You know what I mean, Jellybean? It's terrible. Yes, I do, Tennis Shoe. Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, per Wikipedia. Samuel Clemens, by the way, was a liberal. Setting, this is how dumb, don't say that word too much, kids, but... Dumb means you can't talk. I wish they couldn't talk. The liberals are... These liberals. In a southern antebellum society, means pre-war against the beautiful South, right? So-called civil war. Society that had ceased to exist over 20 years before the work was published. So he writes this more than 20 years later, I guess. After the, after the war, I guess. Adventures of Huckleberry Finn is often a scathing satire on entrenched attitudes, particularly racism. Did they even use that word back in the day? And freedom. The book was, so, in other words, Samuel Clemens was kind of criticizing the, writing it from their perspective, from this boy's perspective, 
to criticize the culture that the boy grew up in, in which blacks were slaves and we didn't appreciate runaway slaves. It was a, it was a crime. And one of his friends was a runaway slave called N-Word Hard Art Jim. And he just called him N-Word Hard Art Jim. And it wasn't, it wasn't a, he wasn't using it as a slur or with hatred. You know what I mean? The book was widely criticized upon release because of its extensive use of coarse language and racial epithet. According to Wikipedia, they say it was criticized upon release. So in the whatever 1800s that this thing was released in, later 1800s, throughout the 20th century, meaning the 1900s, and despite arguments that the protagonist and the tenor of the book are anti-racist, meaning anti-white, what? Criticism of the book continued due both due to both its uh, perceived use of racial stereotypes and its frequent use of racial, the so-called racial slur, N-word, gur. N-gur. It includes Miss Watton's slave Jim, who ran away or after overhearing she was planning to sell him. A complexity exists concerning N-word Jim's character. <laughs> uh, a new nickname for Hake. Funny. Uh... While some scholars point out that Jim is good-hearted and moral and is not unintelligent, he is not unintelligent in contrast to several more negatively depicted white characters. See, there's Samuel Clemens. He was like a, you know, a nicey-nice to the blacks guy. Others have criticized the novel as racist, citing the use of the word N-word. The N-word is not racist. And emphasizing the stereotypically comic treatment of Jim's, N-word Jim's, lack, he, he was called N-word Jim, except it wasn't N-word, it was full-blown N-word Gur. Lack of education, superstition, and ignorance. The argument is supposed, supported by incidents early in the novel where Huck, Huckleberry Finn, deliberately tricks N-word Jim, taking advantage of his gullibility, and Jim still remains loyal to him. Well, that speaks well of Jim. Who cares? Lots of people get tricked, especially people who don't know necessarily. So that's how dumb and overly sensitive and feeding into the and falsely justifying the f- false anger of, of the blacks and the liberals over a word trying to take away the freedom of speech and the Americanness, the Americanity of we the people, you know, of... Uh, the um, real American heroes and people. So, psh, psh. that's my take. <clears throat> Let me get to JC. Give him a chance, right? At a Little Rock, Arkansas. JC, you have a comment on this N word, hullabaloo? Oh, you think I don't? James, you think I don't? No, I think you so, do. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I I actually was going right before you uh, said the First Amendment right. I was going to say you have the First Amendment right to say anything and everything that you want to. We're Americans. We have the freedom of speech, right? Nice. Exactly. So when you, uh, what are some of the, you said there are certain contexts where you can say the N-word. And I think we talked about this a few weeks ago. I think there's a little popular video on your channel. So what are some more uh, instances, sir, that you say the N-word? Other instances, well, I stopped. But other instances 
are uh, where you're not likely to get popped, like hit. Mm-hmm. That's an instance. I mean, it, and of course, where it's an appropriate place, you know, where because uh, you know, they're out of respect, you shouldn't purposely try to make somebody mad. Of course. Um, oh, but you don't care about words, sir. Y'all say that yeah, I'm don't too care about words, but, but you don't purposely just try to make somebody mad. Sometimes you have to say something that somebody's bound to get angry about, but people get angry about anything. But anyway, uh, well, a joking well, about well, joking around is another time. Uh, all kinds of times. No, I don't believe anybody really cares about it, except for having been trained and traumatized. I got you. Well, you know, I love a good joke, too. Like when you said you're wearing a desert pink shirt <laughs> or a shirt that you designed a pink shirt while at the Women's Forum <laughs> and you decided to wear it in June. I love a good joke, too. All right. Why don't you, why don't you tell me a joke? Why don't you tell me a joke uh, that's using the N-word so I can uh, laugh, too? Well, I don't know jokes using the N-word, but I do know so-called racist jokes. Like, I'll tell you this joke. It's, <laughs> I'll tell you this joke. How does every r- racist joke start? Or, like, uh, racist as in the, against the blacks. Joke, start. How? <laughs> I, looked, I looked over my shoulder both ways twice. Uh, th- get it? Like, because you look over your shoulder to see who's a- make sure who's around. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about words again, because you haven't let me uh, speak on somebody who wanted to uh, make a reference to that F word that I'm pretty sure a lot of people say. Say it. Say oh. it. It's freedom no, of yeah. speech. Oh, yeah. They can say it because they think it in their hearts anyway. Well, and I mean, it's words- just... Some of them and, say it maliciously. I don't support saying being malicious. It's the heart that's that really is important. The word is you know, the word is maybe polite or impolite or well, well, uh, ill advised or well advised. But the heart of the person is what matters. Well intentioned and not maliciously. Yeah. So say it. Say the no. word that you're Why am I supposed? I'm not going to say the f word for a so-called no, rival homosexual. No, you don't homosexual. have to say the f word, but you can say the n word. You said no, the I... r word this morning. Well, that's different. I mean, there's there's different levels to what's acceptable on YouTube. Why are you trying to bait me into saying a word that I'm not baiting you? You've already said it. You're an evil man, Jack. Whoa, you're a very evil man. <laughs> and in fact, f is for I'm fed. I'm talking I better to an hang up on you right I, I, now. I think I better. I'm going to hang up because oh, okay. I'm talking to an N word right now. See, you are, are you calling? Are you calling cool. me N word, Jim? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Right. There you go. Nice. Look at you. You did That's another funny. joke because you are a joke. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate hearing from you. I'm going to hang up so I don't hear the click. Take care, man. Don't like the click. Hang up. All right. <laughs> Bye. Ooh. Gotta wipe my brow after that one. F is for Fed, says Nick. Yeah, good one. Okay, uh, William in California is on the line. Uh, William, thanks for calling and holding. What is up? Well, good morning, James. How you doing, man? Doing fine, thank you. What did I tell you? 
Uh, what a day, James. These people distract from the real news that's really going <laughs> on. All right, let's get into the news. Yeah. It's the Hake Report, not the Romperoon Report. <laughs> All right, this, um, I was looking at something last night about about the Rockefellers and um, the, what are the other guys that own the railroad. Uh, Rothschilds, maybe? Red Shield? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned that from Nick, American Anchor Baby. And and there was one, I don't want to promote anybody, but there was one person that said, um, they said, well, you know, if you happen to have money, like the Rockefellers, he said, hey, Rockefeller did not happen to have money. His children happen to have money. Oh. Makes sense. See, he, that family owns 90% of the pipeline. You remember the thing with the train and transporting the oil and everything? Okay. Yeah, so... 90% um, of, of what I, pipeline? Most of oh, them. Oh, you're talking about States. 90% of the train line or the yeah. pipeline? Or the well, pipeline. no, no, the, the, the pipeline for the oil. But not necessarily these pipelines that keep on getting suspended, right? From uh, the liberals? Probably some of them, okay. yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I've seen where your boy fell down. Yeah, my boy, uh, uh, Sleepy Joe. Yeah, he gets that off of the, uh, uh, Barry. Barry likes to run down ramps and stuff. Oh, yeah, he did. He's, you talking you about know, Barry he's more like my age, and people my Obama. age can still jog and run, you know. And yep. Joe, you graduated from college. Barack was like one. <laughs> I mean, he's a big difference in age. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he fell down. This is was this like the third, fourth time he's, he's fallen. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's been falling around a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he um, fell I don't know off why the bike, he fell up the stairs. question about the M-word. What, what question? That you were just talking about a few minutes ago. Like you said, somebody got sensitive about the N-word when you was growing up and everything. Yeah. I don't really think it's that important yeah. what people say right. for you to uh, react that way and behave that way. Yeah. Because if it doesn't have anything to do with you, why should you respond to it? And everybody has free speech, and you were, like, baited into trying to say it. But I don't understand what the problem is. I don't, I'm not asked that question because I can tell you I'm not afraid to tell you the word is used all the time. Right. You know, um, by all races. <laughs> and yeah. that, that has no bearing on me. Yeah. But um, I mean, if you're woke, which is playing out, what kills me is some of these people that do these things, they think woke is here forever? What makes you think that? It's a good question, huh? I hadn't really it's considered. It's a very good question. All uh, you things know, like pass. I said, you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Well, James, I told you I went to this music festival, but I taped my races. This is the biggest weekend last weekend for racing. And you remember that racer, Bubba Wallace, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but the uh, news thing that turned out to be fake, they call him, they actually call him Bubba Smollett. <laughs> right. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. and he's kind of on his, his days are numbered in I don't NASCAR know if it was, right now. I don't know if it was fake, in, but it wasn't intended, and it was like tiny, it was not going to hang No, anybody. it wasn't intended to be. Yeah. But he, 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 he really jumped on that boat fast. <laughs> right. And um, all garage doors have that rope to pull it down if it's a big garage door. 
and all of the teams have garage areas. Um, so they kissed his boot mm-hmm. and pushed his car up to the starting line, all the racers. Yeah. And it's backfiring on him just like the wokeness is backfiring. Um, he got into a fight. Oh, really? On the track. Yeah. Like I said, some people get sick of your wokeness and don't care if you're black. Yeah. And he got pushed almost on his butt. Huh. Interesting. I did not hear about that. I heard that he's had it rough. Dale Earnhardt Jr., you know, the the son of the dad who got, uh, who died? Uh, He said, oh, he's had it so tough. And I'm like, yes, I suppose so. People have have hated him, but he brought that on himself because he's a hater himself. You get, you reap what you sow. I'm not saying right, that it's right. right. Well, People should well, He almost got his back dirty out the track the, uh, last weekend. Wow. And uh, I sent you some footage of the Indianapolis 500 was probably the most exciting ever. And I was told that before I looked at the tape delay. I looked at it on tape, and I was told it was one of the best, and it really was. The last three laps or the last two laps of the race has never been anything like it. They, they actually had a couple of crashes where they were tearing up millions of dollars in worth of stuff. And um, they went under a green flag with one lap left, shootout. Okay. And it was some of the most exciting stuff you'd ever see in racing. And he got out of his car and put it on top of the bricks, because it's the old brickyard. Okay. Put it right on top of the starting line, jumped out the car, and and um, jumped the fence and went into the stands. I think he may have started a new tradition. He went into this thing because he'd been a fan. He, this driver has never won Indy. Wow. Okay. And it's a great American, Roger Penske. That's his team. Okay. Nice. And he just bought um, the track. Roger Penske bought the uh, Indy 500, you know, the track. Okay. Right yeah. on. Roger Penske. Still at it. That's cool. Yeah. Penske. That's a yeah. that's a hit. A classic name. That last two laps was something I've never seen before in my life. The, the, it was just, I mean, to restart a race with one lap to go, they usually just, That's you wild. know, you win under a yellow flag, but they win with, with a green flag on the last lap, Yeah, and it was something to see. Huh. Interesting, man. Appreciate the well, story, man. Well, the interesting thing is him jumping out of the car going into the stands. Okay. Like, you know, giving it back to where it started. Yeah. Nice. Y'all have a I nice mean, weekend. Thank you, man. Yo, go ahead, James. Did you have something just, to say to respond to that? I was just thinking that NASCAR has fallen so far. They they banned the beautiful yeah. Confederate flag, you know, this, this yeah. beautiful rebel flag. And they lost a lot of money. Racing lost a lot of money when Winston left. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And Marlboro and all of them. Oh. The cigarette company got out of it. Yeah. It took a lot of money, but they got money in a different way, corporate. But okay. Now not other companies, but, you know, other companies have stepped in. But when when Winston had something to do with racing, and it was probably at its height. Okay. Based cigarette like, companies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Confederate flag, I've seen it. I've seen that. Well, appreciate I've you, William. That. All right, man. I appreciate you guys. Everybody have a good weekend. You as well. Nice. All right. Bye. Um, oops, I hung up on him a little bit. I wanted to avoid the click. Uh, let me just tell you briefly, he mentioned 
Bubba Crybaby. <laughs> Poor Bubba Crybaby. He looks like he's, he looks like my, f- one of my, like, Dutch Indonesian friends. He looks white. <laughs> but he has some black in him. Bubba Wallace. <clears throat> and he's basically white. But anyway, uh, he's still got that blackness in him. Those light-skinned, they get more radical. Uh, here's a Fox News tweet from the other week. Let me see what date it was. Bubba Wallace puts up with more spoop than anybody deserves, says Dale Jr. And that was a Fox News tweet. Faux news from May 25th, 2023 A.D. Uh, and it, they have a whole article go- about it. So he, he says, uh, I guess this is Dale Earnhardt Jr., son of the father who, who got killed back when I was in high school. He crashed and died, right? I think. Bubba gets introduced and walks across the stage, and there's this guy right in front of me and Carl Edwards and Matt Kenseth and everyone else there screaming at the top of his lungs, Go home! Go home! Go home! Over and over, as loud as he could. And it was so obnoxious, I really wanted to jump down there and go, Hey, could you stop? This is really what you want to do right in this moment? Is this how you want to believe... Right, behave right now in front of all these incredible people, incredible people, oh Lord, and that you're standing in front of Richard Petty and all these legends, you're going to be acting this way? And I thought, man, that's one day in Bubba's life. And I was thinking, I know there's people out there who have hated Kyle Bush and hated other drivers, and they probably have said some nasty things, but it just made me really disappointed. I will tell you, man, Bubba Wallace puts up with more spoop than anybody deserves, he added. And I guess that that's uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Talking, to him, talking about this story. And I'm sure there are people being hate-filled and obnoxious about Bubba Wallace. I believe that story, basically. I have no reason to, dis- to doubt it, right? But not that he deserves hatred, but he puts out hatred. And it's... Not, it's understandable, but evil, that they hate him back. Let's say that. Shall we? Don't say go home in front of all these legends. Legends. Race car drivers. (laughs) Nice. Kyle Busch is a boop. Oh, says Carl Edwards, according to Tyrone. By all accounts, Wallace is having a good season with 23XI Racing. Is that all accounts? That's the article writer saying that. Is it really all accounts saying that he's having a good season? Ryan Gados, who wrote this article, or his editor, wrote that in there. Maybe he is having a good season. I don't even know. I don't even pay attention to that mess. I'd rather drive cars, not watch them get raced. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys. Uh, oh, I thought it was time for break. Let me talk briefly about Israel. Uh, because evil people are fighting evil people over some country that may or may not be... have some evil to it. Jonathan Greenblatt. He's not black. He's green black. (laughs) 
He's the head of the ADL, Anti-Defamation League. They hate white people, Christians. They hate America. They're scum of the earth. Jonathan Greenblatt, ADL CEO, ADL, Anti-Defamation League. And proud, out, out, out. Because he puts proud in echoes. In the triple parentheses, that makes like echoes. So he's embracing it, kind of like the blacks embrace the so-called N-word. Boards... He's a board of different things. Previously White House, previously Starbucks, previously Ethos Water or Ethos Water, previously Good, previously All for Good, hashtag Red Sox Nation. He quote tweets this evil lady, and I may be using the term loosely about lady, Rashida Tlaib. Tlaib? T-L-A-I-B. Who calls herself an unbossed congresswoman. She's a female congressman. Detroiter, Palestinian quote-unquote American, Muslimah, Muslimah, hashtag rooted in community, Rashida Tlaib. He quote tweets her, and he opposes her, apparently. So Jonathan Greenblatt says, saying this, I have these tweets, actually. Yeah, yeah. Saying this loud and clear, slandering so-called Zionists in a climate of surging anti-Semitism, and he spells it all one word, like the, like the kiss-ups to the, uh, to the Jewish victimhood mess want you to do. It used to be hyphenated. Now they want to get rid of the hyphen and keep it all one word to make it seem more official and real, even though it's not. Uh, slandering so-called Zionists in a climate of surging anti-Semitism is hate speech. Talk about all women in that whole sentence. All women. Because he's not saying it loud and clear. He's tweeting it. And, uh, and slander, I don't know what they're talking about, right? Zionist, quote-unquote. Climate of surging anti-Semitism. That's a mama of make Jewish people angry and feel like victims mumbo-jumbo. And hate speech is a fake word. I th- I'm sorry, I thought this was America. It's not America. <laughs> uh, attempts to excuse, he, com- he continues, just Jonathan. I like the original Jonathan better. Jonathan, the best friend of King David before he was king, Right? Jonathan, the son of Saul, not to be confused with Paul, King Saul's son, Jonathan, was friends with David. I like that Jonathan better. He never complained about anti-Semitism or hate speech. Give me a break. You're a grown man. He says, attempts to excuse those who incite hatred allows the anti-Semitism oppression and violence to grow. Uh, So I don't know what he's talking about, what his beef is. But he's beefing with another, his fellow evil female-minded person, liberal, because he's a female-minded liberal, called Rashida Tlaib, 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 who said, we're going to impeach the MFR. She said that about Trump, right, at some bar when she was elected. Ridiculous female. Saying this loud and clear, speaking up against apartheid, the apartheid government of Israel is not hate speech, she says. Uh, so she believes that hate speech is something real. And she thinks she's talking about Israel being an apartheid government or having an apartheid government like that's a bad thing. We need apartheid in America. <laughs> no, I don't know. I disavow that, I guess, for, just for the sake of my channel. I don't know if apartheid is good or bad. But, I mean, what they have, they protect their, uh, their nationalists, right? Their Israel is Jews first or whatever, their country. Why can't? Whites be whites first. 
why can't whites have apartheid? Apartheid for me and not for thee. And she's like talking like apartheid is like a bad thing. I'm for Israel being apartheid, and I want ex apartheid expansion in every country to be pro their people first. You know what I mean? Jelly bean? Uh, attempts to silence those who speak truth. Oh, Lord, this woman talking about truth, speaking truth, allows the racism, oppression, and violence to grow. So Jonathan Greenblatt was mocking her with a mock imitation of her tweet, but twisting it in a way that was his victimhood. Now she's sharing her victimhood mess because she's a Palestinian, right? And Palestinians and Israelis hate each other and fight each other. Uh... Apparently. And so she, quote, tweets this other gal, Sarah Leah Whitson. Sarah Leah Whitson, who's executive director of Dawn, formerly ED of MENA, division of at Human Rights Watch. Human Rights Watch? Another liberal. Okay, so she's, she tweeted, Cowardly basis, baseless attack on free speech by chancellor of CUNY. City University of New York or something like that, right? I guess. Uh, whose name is Felix Matos Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Uh, no chancellor criticizing Israel for its human rights abuses. Oh, Lord. Human rights. Poo I poo-poo the notion of human rights. P-O-O-H. Like Winnie the Pooh, not the poop. I don't like that word. But anyway. Uh, is not hate speech, quote-unquote. And it's despicable for you to lambast, or is it lambaste? <laughs> I feel like Nick, American Anchor Baby. Live at 4 p.m. Pacific time today. Called it lambaste. Or somebody did, but I think it's lambast. A student for doing that. So he criticizes some anti-Israel law school graduation speech or something. So I don't know the... I'm not going to try to get to the bottom of it. And she shares a Haaretz.com article. Haaretz. H-A-A-R-E-T-Z. Which is a, I think it's like his Jewish outlet or Israel outlet. Two weeks after the student's commencement speech encouraging the fight against capitalism, racism, imperialism, and Zionism, the school's chancellor and board have come out against expressions of hate with some calling to defund Sunni. Kuni? Kuni or Sunni? C-U-N-Y, City University of New York. And there was this, like, Muslim-looking girl with a, with a cap and gown on, looking all like a mix, mismash, mixmash, mismash, mismash, uh, mixmash, I don't know, words, of Muslim and educated female. Law in the service of human needs. So it was probably some female... Oh, okay. How about the whites stand up and the uh, and the free free market people stand up and this uh, Americans stand up for imperialism and racism because racism is basically when a white does something reasonable that everybody else does and they're everybody else is fine doing it but not whites uh, and capitalism is a bunch of mumbo jumbo but all of a sudden oh. You went too far talking about the Zionism stuff. I guess Zionism is supposed to be bad when it's Israel trying to throw their weight around too much around the whole rest of the world rather than just protecting their country, I guess. 
That's my understanding of it. They, like, you know, I think they claim that they get, and this, there may be truth to it, America to fight wars for Israel or something like that. That's what you guys say. Maybe true. But anyway, that's not the point of my thing. The point of my thing is, there is no point. <laughs> it's time. Oh, no, there is a little bit of a point. Evil fighting evil. And I don't, I'm okay with apartheid and I don't believe in human rights. That's the point. I'm going to get to more stuff, guys. More calls, super chats, uh, love your neighbor, immigrants, including the immigrants and invaders, <laughs> and other junk. But it is uh, time for some music. It is no longer AAPI month, but we're still going hard on Jackie Chung. This track is entitled... It's not called Hey What You Say, even though they say Hey What You Say. Uh, it's called Bay, Bay, You, See, Sadness and Joy. B E I Y U X I, Sadness and Joy, or Sad and Happy, by Jackie Chung, 1998. Shi Feng Ji Yi. Oh no, Ji Ji. Free yourself. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. You can cover your ears and sing la 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 like this monkey on my desert pink t-shirt singing la la la, covering his ears. Oops. <gasps> oh, how embarrassing. I, I lifted up my arms. Raise your hands if you're sure, read that 80s commercial. And I was unsure. <laughs> you guys remember that? Maybe that's before some of your time. Raise your hands if you're sure. I do not use antiperspirant. It clogs your pores. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> but it does smell fine. It smells fine. <laughs> but anyway, here's uh, Beiyushi. It's hot in here still, even with the AC on. Too much hot air. By Jackie Chung. Hope you like it, you musical Philistines. Cover your ears, press mute, sing la la la. I thought AAPI month was over. What the heck? Too bad. <laughs> Uh, go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, plant your garden, or crack the whip to get your crops harvested. And I'll be right back for an hour or two. Hang tight. Yes, 
转变的日期，由天注起，得失起点，欢笑同悲都记起。喜中有悲，没有跌坠，突然如龙翼，一些苦一寸悲，怎说起？是世事无常理，没有忧怎抱起？属你的怎去避？若有心必有死，属你的怎去避？ This is one of the best songs Hake has played. N-word Hake, CCP for life, Chinese Communist Party, based Chai Kong Donnie. So good. AAPI Month all year round. <laughs> Uh. No, I do not have a Chinese girlfriend. I just like the Chinese music. I disavow Chinese girlfriends for whites. Isn't this nice? The Chinese John Mellencamp says Tim Scott, the real one, not to be confused with the rhino. Mute says Ogden Bell. Korean music. If you love this song, you ain't white. <laughs> okay, Sleepy Joe, Nugget Man. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. I gotta read some super chats and get to calls.、Uh, Keith's been on hold forever. Hang tight, Keith. But some supers over on、uh, Rumble.com/slash The Hague Report. Evil is still real. Says. There is a word that has been used to oppress people of a certain hair type and skin complex completion. <laughs> complexion, I think, is what he meant, means. But maybe he meant completion. It is spelled with one N, an I,、uh, two G, two Gs, an E, and one R. And of course, that word is ginger. Offensive, he says. Well, thank you, man. Yes, I agree. I'm a redhead, and redheads are hotheads. Don't call us gingers. N words. <laughs> Don't call us N words. Ginger. Nice.、Uh, thank you, man. Appreciate the support as always. Evil is still real. Over on buymeacoffee.com. Hat tip to Nightwave Radio. Slash the Hake Report USA live stream bought a few coffees. For some reason, I read it differently yesterday. Saying USA live stream, love you, James. You're a great talk show. More success to you. Appreciate the blessing, my friend. Oh oh oh, the Hake reports. La la la. <laughs> nice. Thank you again, USA live stream for the coffees. Very cool. And let me just double check on Kofi. 
Star Sion bought a coffee over on Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash the Hake Report. Hank, comma, is out of Michigan. Nice shirt. Well, thank you, Star Sion, and appreciate you going over on Ko-Fi to give Hake a coffee. Bought me, buy me a coffee. I don't follow your Hank is out of Michigan. Maybe you mean uh, Earl. Her, she likes Earl from Michigan. Rearrange the word ginger. Hmm, says Slam Free Poet. Hey, 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 stop with the towers. I disavow towers. I prefer walls, not towers. Build walls, not towers. Ten feet higher, though. Nice. Oh, yes, uh, DJ Onpaw gave me the ginger camouflage shirt playa. Happy Fry Hank. Thank you, DJ Onpaw, once again, for the diamond. And Luminiferous gave a diamond, said, Let's be honest, Hake. Nancy looks like a gargoyle. Nancy Pelosi? Nervous Nancy Pelosi? Mm, I don't know. I, I like the gargoyles. Her look... I don't know if it's... I don't know if I would describe it as mildly attractive. But thank you. Appreciate that. Luminiferous. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Luminiferous. Luminiferous. Hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly. I wonder if I can open the, tre- the treasure chest on Hake. Let me see if I can. Do I have a treasure chest? Treasure chest? Add... Add 50? And uh, open the treasure chest. Whoa! Treasure chest gets big. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Redistribution of lemons. Obama chest. Obama. Okay. Keith is in Illinois. It's been on hold forever. Uh, Keith, thank you for holding, man. How you doing, Keith? How are you, Hank? I'm fine. Thank you. I haven't talked to you in a while. Let me call my buddy Hank see how things are going. Cool. Right on. Going, Going pretty well. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I um, just want to talk about when I, when I watch the uh, mayor in Chicago and all the residents, they show up all angry, all the black ones, you know. They show up all angry and, you know, they're mad because migrants are moving in their neighborhoods and, and taking their re- resources away that they think they would get. I'm like, you wouldn't get nothing because if you would get it, you would have got it already. So yeah. but the black Democrats have never cared about their black constituents never i mean you can go back yeah true. you know forever forever this never happened and now um i heard the, i heard the mayor he says this all the time he says the reason why you know there's so many shootings and so much crime because they have been disenfranchised they haven't had opportunities i said yeah because the, the chicago's been ran by democrats for 100 years you're actually telling on yourself you know yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, that's just a bunch of excuses. No responsibility. It's terrible. And uh, it's, not good to, uh, it's not good to have excuses. There are, there are valid complaints about the government and stuff like that, but we are meant to protect ourselves, take care of our lives so we're not at risk of uh, coming to such great calamity when... Uh, when the government does, or evil people tr- do try to uh, s- cover your ears, kids, screw us over. 
Don't say that, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I mean, Save your I, money. I, I, lived in, I, I lived in Chicago. I lived in a lot of Democratic areas. But like you said, I covered myself because I know I can't depend on any government. But I'm talking about how the Democrats have gave, you know, have uh, provided them with opportunities like jobs, jobs, training. They haven't provided them with, you know, uh, any kind of uh, trade schools or nothing. And uh, I'm like, man, you're just telling on yourself, talking about, you know, it's all because of, you know, they haven't had an opportunity. Yeah, because they've been ran by Democrats, you know, for the last hundred years. And when this guy looked in the camera, I could, I, I, would, I probably would have hit him. <laughs> when he looked in that camera and told them people, we have to service the migrants. Wow. Oh, my God, I can't say that. <laughs> you wanted to hit him? I Man, I might have been out where I would have been in jail. He lost, he lost all the things talking about we have to serve him. Like we some kind of slave, you know, like you know, know, like they some kind of slave or something. We have to <laughs> serve him. And I'm like, so so this is what you people keep voting for decade after decade. These people promise you reparations which you're never gonna get. They promise you everything, they never deliver nothing. It's like being in Mary in, in marrying a cheating woman. Uh-huh. And she's telling you that she loves you, but she cheated with a lot of men. Yeah. She don't cook. She don't clean. She disrespects you. But one day, you're waiting for this woman to love you, and then you'll <laughs> mess around and bury her, and she's never loved you. And you know what I'm saying? You'll take care of her when she's sick, and then she'll die on you. That's what the Democrats <laughs> have been doing to black people forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, man. It reminds me of how God treats... The blacks to the Democrats are like how God treats the prophet. God made the prophet Hosea treat the uh, the uh, the his wife Go- Gomer. Hosea married Gomer, and she slept around. And God told God told Hosea, "Keep on taking her back. This is how yeah. I am with the unfaithful Israel." But but God is holy, and Hosea was a prophet, and these blacks. They're senseless. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, how long does it take? That's all I'm trying to say. Decade after decade, and look how they treat them. They bring the migrants. I don't care how much them black people show up at their meetings and complain, and the liberal media show you know show them you know angry. They're not going to change anything. They're still going to bring the migrants in. They're still going to give them you know a, a car blanc service. They're still going to cater to the migrants and get a black people done. I don't care how many of them angry them show up because the the, the Democrats look at black people like little retarded children <laughs> that they don't even have to respect. That's how they look. They don't want they want to do it that way. It like, really, dumb, it's really true. I disavow it. I disavow the the language, but of course, it's true. It's yeah. so true. Oh my gosh! It's so true. It's like yep. you know, no matter how much you show them, because you might as well go home and say nothing. They still, they still put the migrants in the schools. You know, because they had some empty schools. You know, they still put them there. They still giving them all the money. You know, what I'm saying they still providing for them. And one day, just remember who telling you this? Okay, remember what I'm telling you. One day. Them migrants and Hispanics, but I have nothing against Hispanics. My my granddaughter's Hispanic, so I have nothing against Hispanics. Yeah. But one day, they're going to just be over the blacks. Okay, first of all, they outnumber them already. Right. And the numbers are steady going up. Okay, we all know. And I remember 1970, what was it, 10 Mexicans in the United States? Now that's about, about 80 million. You yeah. Know I, mean? I mean, I remember that. And so they, they, they're taking away the black jobs, the black opportunities. And eventually, black people going to be their servants. It's like, it's going to be like the, the, the Hispanics going to be on top, and the blacks going to be way, way, way on the bottom, and they're going to have to serve, just like the mayor said, you have to service them. And remember who told you this? I'm saying it now. The blacks going to get worse off 
than they ever could imagine in the next couple, maybe decade, to where they're going to be not third-class citizens, but like eighth-class citizens. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Crazy. Interesting, yeah, yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. I just had to holler at you and I thought about... You know, it reminds me, I believe Nick, American Anchor Baby, I don't know if you catch American Anchor Baby. He's live at 4 p.m. today on okay. his show, youtube.com slash at American Anchor Baby. You know Nick, Nick Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and I think JLP also pointed out how in Compton, city of Compton, used to be white, mm-hmm. I think. Used to be white and nice, then it used to be black and nice, and then used to be black and ghetto. And now mm. it's Mexican and ghetto, but the blacks are still running the show over there, and they're complaining. I think it's Compton. Maybe it's South Central. Somewhere around there. Uh, mm. They're complaining that the, the Mexicans, the Hispanics, who've taken over and pushed the blacks back to the south, have complained that the blacks are still in leadership positions, and they're not representing their, them. <laughs> So, I mean, so much for black and brown. Right, so this is what's going to have what you just said. It, 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 they, they are underrepresented. If you think about I mean, really, truly, it's yep. better underrepresented. They outnumber the blacks. I think it's like 40 million blacks, and it might be like 60 million Hispanics. They are underrepresented. They really are. They really are. Yeah. So literally when they put all their people in power, right, and push all the black people out, it ain't like, they, it ain't like they're going to throw them a sympathy bro. Now, remember, I'm not against Hispanics because my granddaughter really is a... You know, black and Hispanic. I'm, I, don't, I'm not, I don't have anything against Hispanic. <laughs> but I, I would say it, I'm not scared of nobody. But I'm just saying that eventually they're gonna they, then they're they gonna look at black people like like fifth class citizens. Like all you do is eat, sleep, and you know what? You're lazy. All you're violent. <laughs> you know, you're ignorant. You're, you know, they're just gonna start looking further and further down them as, as the black people sink into this into this 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 this, this hellhole. Yeah. And it's just gonna be even worse than what they can even imagine because everybody else is gonna be way up there, educated. You know, with good jobs, good good education. They're gonna have you know all the. Uh, trade school jobs, and black people are just going to be poor, ignorant, stupid, and they're just going to be just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to like to some dead zone somewhere and be left to just die because that's what the Democrats are setting them up for. That's all I want to say. Just remember, who's, I said it first. I wasn't scared to say it, yeah. and I just want to get that out. So, But anyway, thanks a lot, Hey, and uh, you have a good weekend, buddy. You too, Keith. Appreciate you, man. Take care. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Keith in Chicago, Illinois. He's right. You're, it's up to you to take care of yourself. Don't be thinking... Don't be thinking that the government's going to take care of you and give you your freedom and, uh, take, and uh, subsidize your life. Maybe if you fly under the radar, you'll, you'll skate by a little bit. Yeah, but... And they're trying to expand the dependency so that they can expand their control over you and me. Terrible. Terrible. And it's been going on for a long time. Like a hundred years. Or more. Thanks a lot, women voting. (laughs) And other mess. And beta males who let the women vote. Ridiculous. And, uh, everybody is so corrupt. So corrupt. You're supposed to take care of yourself because then the, they, they're taking care of you. They can take away their care of you. Just like with that money, um, that money, uh, digital currency. No freedom, as Based America First pointed out. No freedom in digital uh, currency. 
But it's so con- it's so convenient. You just pay with this thing. <laughs> this phone. Uh, terrible. Yeah, so, uh... They don't like you to be independent. Why does Hake sound so Jewy when he says terrible? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I don't know where I got that from. I got that from somewhere. Most of the catchy things that I say is from somebody else. I stole it. <clears throat> uh... There was something else about dependence that I wanted to mention. Or taking care of yourself. Oh, like guns. Guns are a sign of masculine and manly and women independence. Not dependent on the cops, the police. And they have disarmed police and the police can't even... They're so weak and non-burly. Shout out to the burly people and shout out to the non-burly people. Us non-burly people. We need to get burly (laughs) so we can take care of ourselves. I guess. Or be like Bruce Lee so you can take care of yourself. Uh, Although he died. Um, Guns. Cars. Cars. They're like, oh, individual cars. You will own nothing. And and love it. And be happy. Cars. You're independent. You can get up and drive anywhere. But they want to put a license on you. You have to get a license for your car. I kind of understand it. I do... I do understand it, like, driving is a privilege, not a right, but transportation or f- free movement is, a, is supposed to be a right, right? <sighs> I guess people aren't, hey, he's so non-burly, <laughs> says wrinkle hands, bing bong. Uh, excuse me. We have, like, zero concept of freedom. Back in the good old days, they ta- used to talk about how you... Do- Seatbelt laws. What? <laughs> That's how they used to talk in the 80s. And before that, there was so much levels of freedom that we've just completely forgotten about or forsaken or not even thought of. Because we're born into this socialist society, to use JLP's word. Let me talk about the Jews. Uh, the Jews have this nice billboard. I've talked about their Jewish billboards before. And they have these pink ones that are not nice. They're ugly as heck. But I have this one from, that says, love your neighbor, that I like. Shout out to the Jews whose messages I like and who are attractive and not an eyesore. And not a, uh, not degenerate. Hey. Biden's also fighting so-called anti-Semitism too, by the way. Didn't he say something or sign some bill or push something or wants to push some bill or whatever? Here's that other Jewish billboard I mentioned. Do you see it? It's in one of the folders. Uh, And it says, love your neighbor. That's nice, right? Another one that I showed from the same type of style talks about be slow to anger. It's stuff from the Old Testament. That I appreciate. I do appreciate Oops. So, right on. Have you found it? There it is. Oh, is that the one? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, that's, it's right over that ugly pink building. I don't know why they painted it pink, although it does stand out. That's a, that's a, uh, but doesn't, isn't that nice? Love your neighbor. Jewish something LA dot org or something. Sorry for the, uh, Another one says, be slow to anger and abounding in kindness. 
and then this end Jew hatred, jewbelong.com says, we're just 75 years since the gas chambers. I covered this part before, so no, a billboard calling out Jew hate is, isn't an overreaction. But love your neighbor, that's nice. And uh, be slow to... Be slow to anger and abounding in kindness. That's nice. JewishLA.org slash unite. At least it's like biblical value. Nice, right? Thank you. Thank you. Rather than these ugly ones about Holocaust. And you think they're going to end Jew hatred. You're not going to end hatred. Check yourself. It's all about yourself. Okay. Let me talk about these immigrants before I get back to calls. Uh, Here's a purported headline. Let me see. Do I have this in the folder? Uh, Purported headline shared by Jerry Wayne Near 14. Five illegals charged with murdering a 15-year-old boy in Maryland. Breitbart headline, indeed, from May 31st, just earlier this uh, week. Five illegal aliens charged with murdering a 15-year-old boy in Maryland. And, I, and uh, I have a picture of the boy whom they purported boy, 15-year-old out of Frederick, Maryland. Fox 5 DC says five immigrants charged with murder missing 15-year-old Frederick boy. And uh, look at him. <laughs> he looks sort of, he looks almost Asian. Well, he looks Asian, but that's, uh, I think, because he's part Mexican-Indian. Mexican-Indian or something. What's his name? Something, uh, let me see. Immigrants. Let me see so I can follow along with you guys. Lim- Limber Josimar Lopez Funes. Uh, quite a name. Quite a name. Nice American name, right? With receding hair at age 15, looking. I wonder why they murdered him. Allegedly. Alexis Alfredo Ayala Lopez, 21-year-old illegal alien. Jose Roberto Ramos Lopez, 23-year-old illegal alien. Ismael Lopez Lopez, 29-year-old illegal alien. Elmer, Elmer, uh, Vladimir Reyes Reyes, 27-year-old illegal alien. Ismael Ivan Rivera Canales, 20-year-old illegal alien. They were all, all five of those illegals were arrested and charged with murdering 15-year-old Limber Lopez Funes. Limber Josimar Lopez Funes. And dumping his body in Jambril State Park. I think they, I think that they uh, dismembered him, meaning they took his body apart. That's terrible. Pretty vicious stuff. And, uh, oh yes, sure enough, the article, they called them immigrants in Fox 5 DC, but their, their, their video for it, which I'm not going to play for you, I don't have it, but their video is titled in this Fox 5 DC headline, MS-13 members, MS-13. So what are they, uh, Salvadorians? It's a Salvadorian gang founded in LA, right? And are they operating way over in... Maryland, back in late February, Funes's family contact, or maybe it's Funes, they just don't have the Enye. I don't know. Maybe it's Funes. Contacted the Frederick Police Department to report the teenager missing. Uh, discovered a crime scene half an hour away f- 
from the state park where Funes' body was later found in late April. February to April, two months. Terrible. Since Mr. Lopez Funes was first, we see we're operating, you're spending all our resources to, to uh, find the body of a, maybe he's an illegal too, who knows, uh, killed by illegals. See all this money they're costing us? Oh, but they bring, immigrants do less crime than, than uh, Americans. They're supposed to do less crime. They're supposed to be more upstanding than us. So, because we're supposed to be picky about who we let in, and we're not. Uh, he was first reported missing, blah, blah, blah. Detectives working tirelessly investigating this case. Team spent countless hours. See all that? And they got paid. But anyway, it's more important that he died. That's not good, right? <laughs> I laugh, but it's not funny. It's sort of funny. Hake is sort of funny. The situation is not that funny. Uh, collecting digital video forensic evidence, blah, blah, blah. ICE confirmed. Immigration and Customs Enforcement confirmed to Fox 5 DC. All, fi- all the murder suspects are illegals living in the United States, all charged with first-degree murder. Hearts go out to the victim's family, says Lando, this Jason Lando, police chief of Frederick, Maryland. While we know it will not bring Limber back, or Lin- ah, Limber, Back, we hope the arrests in this case will offer some closure to the Lopez Funes family. I wonder what type of family it is. I wonder what, what, why they killed him. It's crazy, huh? So anyway, uh, here's uh, clip 11 before I get to... Uh, finally, clip 11. Are you guys happy? I did play clip 12 earlier with Trump. He's entertaining. Here's a Commie Nonsense Network report. A day without immigrants. Two months... Two, uh, Two minutes long, protests were taking place across the United States, according to this Twitter headline. And that was from what date? June 1st, yesterday. So here's this day without immigrants thing. Yes, please. Here it is. Domestic uh, violence not only hurts. Oh, no, that's the wrong clip 11. What the in the world? Domestic violence. Please, DV. You're right. You're right. Ah! I wonder where... Did I even make this? (laughs) Okay, hold on. Day without immigrants. I'm going to copy it. I'm going to get to a call, guys. My bag. My bad. I'm going to get to a call in the meantime. I'm cop... Oh, I copied it, so... Get, be ready for when I come back from this call. Let me get to Serge in Missouri, who's on the line. Uh, Serge, thanks for calling, man. How you doing? Thanks for holding. What's up? Good. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. All right. Uh, I called about a year ago. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to Asmodor, Nick Fuentes, and Andrew England. Nice. Uh, I'm calling about the um, CDC releasing their annual birth data from 2022. Yeah, and I'm breaking. I'm breaking the news before uh, the Zionist media does a few weeks from now. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I, I sent you actually sent you an email. Of oh, it. Okay. Hold up. Today? No, I think it was last night. It, it's okay in the headline like that. Cool. You see it? Um, no, I'm not checking my. I mean, I'm p- pulling oh. up my email now. But go ahead. Sure. Um. Okay, so the white birth 
they did go down, and Hispanic births actually exploded. Yeah. But, yeah, so they went up by, Hispanic births went up by 5.5%, and white births went down by about 3%, and black births also decreased by about 1.5%. So what do you think about that? I think that's not surprising. It's evil. Uh, and it's the destruction of America. I, that's what I say. You Repeat what you said, the facts that you said. Hispanics exploded in their birth yeah. rates, meaning re- greatly expanded. Hispanic births. Hispanic and actually Pacific Islander, but this is like, it's like small potatoes where the Pacific Islanders are only like... They're a tiny percentage of the population, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hispanics are a huge chunk of it. Yeah, actually, yeah, the numbers, I can pull them up. I can send them to you. Um, Actually, I already did, but the, um, so they increased by like, so put it this way, Hispanics had like 885,000 births last year, and then this year there's like 934,000 births. Wow. By like, yeah. And then whites declined by about fifty thousand, but we're still we're still about half of all births. Okay, but we're a declining so population. We're not replacing. Yes, correct. we're not replacement correct, rate. Correct. So, yes, but you have to look at it like this. So, yes, our population we had more. We declined by about a little over six hundred thousand. So we had six hundred thousand more deaths than births last year. And Hispanics had like, uh, like. 500,000 more births. So it's kind of like a zero-sum game. But yeah. You have to look at it in, in the long run. Like, yep. this is their... their, their 10, to, 10 to 15 years ago, they were on pace to have, like, way more than this. Oh, wow. So you have to look at... Yeah, yeah. so they're... This is like... I actually see this as almost like... Like a... It's a tactical victory for diversity, but a strategic victory for whites. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, Explain like more. Ukraine. Uh-huh. Like, in Ukraine. So... It's a right now that like the what what took place right now in Ukraine was a tactical victory for Ukraine and NATO, but in, strategically, as in in the long run, it's a Russian victory. So because all these countries sent all their mercenaries, all their weapons, all their bullets, and all that, all that has been spent. It's never coming back. It's already gone. They lost it in Bakhmut. But Ukraine, I mean, Russia is still holding all of this territory, yeah. regardless, right? Right. So. That's what's happening now with the ba- with the um, the birth rates. Like, so, so I'm I'm trying to say this so nobody gets downhearted about this, or and also so the um, anti whites don't get a little high on their own supply right now. So it's like, does that make sense? I I guess so. You're saying that we still we're still dominating. We're still yeah. making more babies than them. It, yes, just because um, we have so like much. A, it's a, yeah. It's a classic case of uh, tortoise versus the hare. Yeah. Slow and, slow and steady wins the race. Well, interesting, man. Serge, is it spelled S-E-R-G-E? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And you're white. Yes. Non-Hispanic like white? I might have asked you this yes. last time, too. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm white. I'm okay. European. Nice. Wow, man. So Hispanic births exploded by 5.5%. I'm seeing your email. White births declined by 2.9%. Black births declined by 1.4%. Whoa. Interesting, man. Yeah. And, and the, the, the question is why. And, you know, conventional wisdom says, oh, it's because of the repeal of Roe v. Wade. Now, that would make sense for Texas, 
where it increased. But in California, the Hispanic birth declined. You know. Oh. So, but so I have to I have to say think that I believe that it is um, the illegal immigration that's um, uh, supplementing all of this because native-born American women all of every race have roughly the same birth rate of like 1.6, 1.7 per woman. Okay. The immigration and, and so the yeah so and most immigration is from Latin America. Yeah. So, but again, now the, to the untrained eye, this is dire. But it's kind of, you have to think about it as like a, a hundred years war of like culture comps. So like, so there, all of these countries that are exporting their bumper crops of migrants to Europe, to yep. this country, etc. they're, they're having their own demographic crisis right now by this too. So they're, they're, all of their young people are coming to these countries and they're giving birth to less than what they would have anyway. Yeah. So it's like they're, they're using their magic bullet today as opposed to tomorrow. Oh, so right okay. Now. Yeah, you know what? I think it's partly the education system because so-called educated people uh, don't have babies. They have fewer babies, right? Selfishness. Yeah. Selfishness. People don't have babies. Younger ones, even like younger ones, they're putting off having children. Even even the poor ones. Yeah. When women are liberated, they don't want to have children. That's just what it comes down to. Yeah. They're. They're giving. They're getting their own little dose of postmodernism. It's kind of like interesting. It's kind of like um, yeah, the twenty year. Uh, you know, like the war on terror that took place twenty years ago or whatever. Yeah, like the, we have to fight them there, so we don't fight them here. Now it's like we're fighting them here in a culture war. Yeah, so that's what's happening now. You know, it's interesting because with when evil is occurring, and this is evil that's happening to the white countries. Yeah, it, everybody loses. They think that they're winning, but they're not. They're doing. They're worse off too it's like the blacks like richard spencer famously said that the blacks were better off under so-called white supremacy and you look at it it's true they were doing they had their families they had their morals they had their christianity morality uh yeah everybody's doing more spoiled today but spoiled is not good and so the values are gone and everybody's suffering from those lack of values so well, I'm I'm not going to make a case for uh, other people. I'm just I'm just giving the data out there. Yeah, appreciate you know? that, man. Sure. Great to hear from you. I remember your voice, uh, Serge, in Missouri. Yeah, it's been about a year. Okay, call me again sometime, man. All, all right. All right. Thank you, James. All right. Thank Talk you. you Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, let me get to this clip that I was remiss in not giving. Do you see it there, Hassan? Here's the, uh, a day without immigrants protest. Lord, here it is. Governor Ron DeSantis's uh, policy on immigration sparking protests across the country. The so-called Day Without Immigrants is taking place in six cities in Florida, also cities across California, Colorado, Texas, Minnesota, Illinois, South Carolina as well. Yes, Latino business owners, many of them banding together with black, indigenous, and other allies are banding together for a day of strikes against DeSantis's crackdown on undocumented immigrants. Carlos Suarez is live in Florida with more. This is yesterday. This is across, you're in one of the cities where this is happening, really across the state. What's their message to the governor? And I think most importantly, what are they hoping to achieve? A change in policy legislation? Doubt it. Well, I think they're trying to highlight the economic impact uh, that the immigrant community has on Florida's uh, economy. 
Uh, we are in Immokalee, Florida. That is a farming community to the east of Fort Myers, uh, where we're told hundreds, if not thousands, of undocumented workers are set to take part in a work stoppage event uh, throughout the day here. Now, yesterday, we were in West Palm Beach, where the owner of a Mexican restaurant there told us that he has lost a third of his staff, a third of his workers have quit. Most of them were undocumented workers, and all of them, he said, are moving out of Florida because of this new immigration law. Here is a part of our conversation where he got a little emotional describing the impact that this new law is having on his workers (laughs) and on his business. They're illegal. They're illegal. I have in this country 23 years. Working, working hard. Fortunately, I had the opportunity to open the the restaurant with my partners. And then we are not criminal. I feel bad because I opened the restaurant five years ago. I'm losing my business for one law. One law? It's not fair. It's not fair. So, chin up, king. I say chin up, king. The businessman, you'll be fine. It'll be for the better. It's what it's right. I know what's right is not always pleasant, but you were hiring illegals. I don't know if you knew that they were illegals. Probably knew. Because <laughs> when I worked with illegals, I think that they were illegals, they had their I-9s, but somehow they did not have driver licenses. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, chin up, King, it'll be better. I know it'll be tough, but it's better for you. King, (laughs) calling him King. And don't be emotional. Winifred, don't get emotional. Don't, Jane, Michael, Winifred, don't be emotional. (laughs) That's from, uh, Mary Poppins. Liberal movie. But the man, the father, after Jane and Michael lose, uh, get lost, they return home. The constable brings them home. And Winifred is the wife, and she's, Jane, Michael. And uh, he's all, Winifred, don't get emotional. So that's what I say to that. Uh, I don't know if he's illegal. I have, I have in this country 23 years. Shout out to the Hispanics, the illegals. Keith in Illinois said he has no problem with Hispanics. I have a problem with them. They're not sufficiently pro-American. They're not sufficiently pro-white. And Nick clarifies, yes, it was Compton where the Hispanics took over, and now they're complaining that the blacks are still running the show, per Washington Compost. Okay? I had an illegal call my show who was deported, Because, you know, he was driving something or, I don't know, somewhere back in, like, PA. Ignacio, I think, was his name. He's no no longer illegal because he's shipped back to Mexico. And he says it was tough, but it was the best thing for him. Nice. Because it's not good for for our country. It's not good for them. We're enabling them to have the easy road, have the easy life. It's bad enough we have the easy life. Now they're getting the easy life, not having kids, as you heard from uh, Surge. Based surge. Somebody called him the white maze, I guess because he talks fast and knows what he's talking about. And nobody else does. <laughs> like Maze knows what she's talking about, but nobody else knows what she's talking about. Nah. 
Uh, yeah, well, yeah, of course they're entrenched in our e- so-called economy. Get them out of there and then we'll f- figure it out. We have to suffer for the right thing to happen. Of course, there's going to be some suffering. Kind of like if we were allowed to default, as Trump said. Let, it, let them default. I don't think Trump, the Democrats will go for it. But even if we default, it's better we default now than later. Suffer now so you don't have to suffer harder later. Later. Let me read a few super chats. I did see that some came in before I get back to calls. Over on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Spoiler alert, bought a coffee and said, be aware, which is long for beware. When the Jews put up a billboard saying, love your neighbor, they really mean love your fellow Jews. Uh, it's, that's kind of like how the black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites are about it, huh? The black Hebrew Israelites are like, love your enemy means love your fellow Jews who are, disagree with you. It doesn't mean love the non-Jew, <laughs> non-Hebrew, black Hebrew Israelites. Anyway, it's based on Mosaic's law's definition, Mosaic law's definition of neighbor as the children of thy people. And he shares a Bible gateway passage on Leviticus uh, saying, uh, their neighbor means someone close to you, as in like by blood. One of the Proverbs says, better a neighbor nearby than a family member far away. Thou shalt not avenge nor bear grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I am the Lord. Leviticus 19.18, King James Version. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. They may, uh, they may not mean it, but at least they're underhanded about it. Lie to me, lie to me. Be pleasant. You know how to be pleasant. <laughs> Come on, man, says Jews don't love normal whites. <laughs> what do you expect? What do you expect? They're not Christian. But at least have, at least lie to me. Make me feel good. Don't make me feel bad with all this. Oh, Holocaust was only 75 years ago. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Anyway. Uh, thank you for the heads up and warning. Spoiler alert on Buy Me a Coffee. Over on uh, D Live, a couple of diamonds. DJ Onpog got yet another diamond. WHBB is ticked and correct. You, sir, are not burly. Wrinkle hands, bing bong. Is ticked and correct. You, sir, are not burly. What do you mean I'm not burly? Burly hake. It rhymes with something else. Uh, Kilo Alpha Tango bought a diamond. It said, know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Yes, I do, tennis shoe. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Okay, I'm remiss in not getting to all the calls. Let me get to Pete in Alaska, who's on the line. Pete, thank you for calling. What's up? Uh, well, I just a, a comment on the phrase colored people. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm just confused about it. I do a little bit of artwork here and there. You do. Uh, so I went to my uh, color reference page there, uh-huh. and white is on the page. So, uh, well, the bulk of the page is white. <laughs> right. White is all the colors. <laughs> but but white is on the wheel. So right. Uh, hey. Yeah, I think the whole colored people thing is just a 
about as real as uh it used uh, to mean dope. black and now they're saying people of color is anybody non-white is basically ganging up on the whites with all the other evil people who don't even get along either even less than the whites get along with everybody whites get along yeah. with everybody and it's awesome. all these evil people hate each other and then they're trying to team up against the whites terrible well, whites don't get along with everybody. They, I mean, generally, right. uh, yeah. they don't get but, along with each other more than than some. But by and other large, color. as people who get along with everybody else go, if anybody gets along with everybody, it's whites. You know what I mean? I do, do know, know what you mean, but we're like uh, the most accepting. I mean, we let them into the country and deal with them. Okay, just uh, be decent. Don't change it so much. What the heck? What the heck? And then they yeah, call us racists. There's a lot of folks who wouldn't agree with none of that, and that's that's the shame of it all. But uh, and and then of course, if you're pleasant to someone of color as a white individual, uh, they think you're coming at them with some kind of angle, and they turn yeah. your politeness into some kind of yeah, that's term or that's, something. You know, that's why you just have to be real. Yeah, it cracks it cracks me up. Uh, of course, I'm in Alaska, and in not in Anchorage, where it's a big old city for Alaska. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a handful of minorities, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but around where I'm at, but uh, yeah, everyone's uh, helping hands, hold the door if, if somebody's walking up on it. Cool. Uh, not because you're after something from them. A lot of the time, uh, I don't know. Around here, it's uh, usually a drug issue more than it is. Uh, oh, yeah, a code of things. So right. So yeah, it's fallen state. You know how it goes. I do. Keep up good work. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate your call. Good to hear from you, All man. Right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Wow. Bad news, real quick. Teen pregnancies. We were talking about birth rates. I think it fitting. I mentioned this in Hake News. Reached a new low, and I say that's a bad news. Teen births, anyway. The far-left females at the skim reported today, Friday, June 2nd, 2023 A.D. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. I used to call it Anno Domini. I learned that from my dad, I think. Teenage birth rates in the United States reached historic lows in 2022 per the Scared Woman-Led CDC Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Their report finds, per ABC News, there were 13.5 births per 1,000 teens between ages 15 and 19. That's still pretty high. 13.5 per per 1,000 is not even per 100,000. And I say that's not because the teens are more moral, necessarily. Some maybe, I don't know. But I, my speculation is that they're not more moral, but because everybody's turned into girls. All the boys and males have turned into a bunch of girls. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say jelly bean because I don't want to turn people off. Nor am I going to say yes, I do. But aside from an increase in 2006 to 2007, the teen birth rate in the United States has been continuously declining since 1991. And they say that like it's a good thing. Listen to this. Don't say this, kids, but idiot. I'm excited. This is a quote. I'm excited the U.S. has made significant progress in reducing pregnancies among youth. Dr. Vincent 
Guilamo hyphen Ramos said, dean of the Duke University School of Nursing, and whose research interests include teen so-called sexual and so-called reproductive so-called health. Sexual and reproductive health. Oh, it makes me want to spit. Where's, I, don't, I don't have time for my spittoon. But thank you, Mr. Mad. The, uh, he told ABC News that the all-time low should be an indication that we're continuing to move in the right direction. That's not an indication that we're moving in the right direction. Just because, okay, yes, out-of-wedlock births is for teenagers, not good. But saying it's low, that doesn't mean that we're moving in the right direction. Because there's other evil than just teen birth rates, right? The uh, report did not discuss reasons behind the drop, but experts told ABC News, so-called news, far-left extremist ABC, it's a combination of factors. More teens abstaining from sex, probably because they're all into that pornography mumbo-jumbo. Contraceptives becoming more easily available to teens. See, that's not good. Contraceptives. And more pregnancy prevention programs aimed at teenagers, pregnancy provision, prevention programs, programs rather than families and fathers and Christianity. See, that's not good. They've replaced it with uh, evil government stuff. Dr. Monica Wall Rosen. Rosen. Probably not a Christian. Assistant professor of obst- obstetrics, whatever, and gynecology. Don't ask at Michigan Medicine, who specializes in pediatric and adolescent gynecology, sounds gross, said that there's been an increase in popularity among teens in long act- for long-acting reversible contraception like it, I'm, ugh, intrauterine devices, IUDs. Ah, ah, don't ask. In fact, the American Academy of Pediatrics, Academy of Pediatrics came out and said that it should be used as a first line I guess first line of defense for birth control, she said. Birth control. She told ABC News. And sort of marketing around that has caused a lot of teens in this age group to get the IUD. That's like a little plastic thing that they stick up. Uh, uh, and therefore not become pregnant. The number is not zero. And teens get pregnant all the time who may, who may not want to be pregnant. But that may but may not be aware of contraceptive options or options for emergency contraception, and so people should still consider education necessary and at the forefront of the birth... of forefront, and birth rate can still improve. By improve, she means go down. Even though it's at an all-time low right now, she said. The number of births declined around 3% for American Indian and Alaskan Native and white women, and 1%, by 1% for black women for uh, 2021 to 2022. However, birth rate rose for Asian females because they're turning black on the inside, evil. And 6% rose 6% for Native Hawaiian, so-called, and Pacific Islander and Hispanic women. Wow. Uh, Do they mean the teens when they say women? Do they mean teens? I don't know. But immoral solutions to moral problems. So sick. So wrong. Hey, what is IUD? I think it's that plastic thing that they push the, up the thing and it has a string, I've heard. But I don't want to say, come on, hey, some of us are trying to eat, man. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Rick has been on hold forever. Uh, so many callers have been on hold forever. Let me give Rick a couple of minutes here or a minute. Rick in Hampton, Virginia, go ahead. What's going on, Brother James? How's it going? Going well, man. How about you? 
Man, it's going pretty good, man. I I guess what you're talking about, how they have all these, you know, they're making everything legal. Like they just want to make everything godless, man. Out yeah. of control. You know, yep. look at Chicago, you know. Um, and, you know, what Jesse, some would say, Jesse was saying earlier, you know, like when you pray for somebody to get off drugs or something, they got to want the deliverance. You know, they can't just, I mean, you can pray for them, but if they don't want it, God won't intervene until they want deliverance. That's what I truly believe. Interesting. Yeah, true. You yeah, know, you like, can't force like, um, people. You, that's true. You cannot right. force people to do or want the right thing. Very true. Yeah, it's just like for example, like um, if somebody you know, like somebody dying, and uh-huh. you want them to stay there, a loved one, but you don't know. She probably prayed, "Lord, take me home," because I'm tired of going through all this pain. You praying that she stay around longer? She already next got to um take her. You know, so I always, I always say, God, may your will be done. Because I don't know what's going on. You know, all I'm doing is. This is, you know, and most time when I pray for somebody, Jay, I try to tend to ask them, do they want this? You know, that way we're in agreement. <laughs> right. Yeah. You Good know. point. Interesting. So that's that's what I say, man. All this, I don't know, man. It's, it's like um, they trying to make, I, I never thought I would see the United States pushing evil among everybody else. And everybody telling the U.S. ain't to get their act together. Yeah. I thought I would never see that. Even our military, man, they're allowing, they're allowing men to dress like women in the military. I thought I would never see that. And I spent 20 years in the military, in the Navy. <laughs> wow. And, and now today, they have um, men dressing up like they putting their hair in a ponytail, wearing earrings like a woman. I'm like, I'm serious, James. It, it, I don't know if I'm our military. Can you and, turn it up You know, most of our military is overweight. I know. They just, like, like they let anybody in. You know, I was looking at the cops. I was gonna, I was gonna show a clip of United Kingdom cops and how they're not burly. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have physically fit, tough, strong military or police. It's terrible. We what, need, do the police. It used to be all yeah. people used to be skinny. Now everybody's fat or skinny fat. It's terrible, man. And- you know, I was hearing Roland Martin. You know, like you know how conservatives are against abortion. Yeah. And he always said, "Well, don't be against abortion. You're not for health care for people. The number one health care is you." Yeah, exactly. You, you take, take care, care of, of your body. It's, it's up to you to take care of yourself. Right. And Roland that's Martin. He like this. You, you, if you're for abortion, if you're not for <laughs> um health care for the poor, then you might as well be for abortion. And I like to say, well, boys, your health is your responsibility. Yeah. Now, the government, you know, um, can make available programs, but that one that should be their primary mission to make programs available when people are destroying their own bodies. Yep. Rick, man, I I have to cut you short. I gotta go, man. Okay. Nice to hear from you. Okay. Have a nice weekend, man. You too, James. Love you, brother. God bless y'all. Y'all continue the good work, man. And um, I'm gonna tune in, try and tune in for the Sunday service. Okay. Cool, man. You Talk can always uh, you can also always podcast the show after. Oh uh, yes, yes. Sometimes I don't, if I don't the catch church it at service. two o'clock Eastern time, yep. I used to try and catch it later on at night. Nice. All right, man. I like the way how y'all do with church. Love y'all to be blessed. All right. Uh Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Uh, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Frederick in Los Angeles wanted to talk about blacks. He's been on hold forever. I'll try to get to you next week, man. Blacks control sports and uh, and Mexicans. It's God's plan. He wants to talk about stuff like along those lines. I'll have to catch you next week, man. Have a good weekend. Maybe I'll see you in church with Jesse Lee Peterson. We do have church with JLP.
We do have American Anchor Baby. But now is time. American Anchor Baby's at four and the fallen state with JLP uh, at noon Pacific time. But now it's time for some music. Here's Jackie. This is Ever Changing by Jackie. Enjoy, and I'll talk you guys through it. Isn't this nice? So beautiful. I think it's from 1988. So nice. No, he is not nice. It's Tian Something like that. Hey! So nice. All I hear is swear words. <laughs> the harmonica. Is this Christian? No, it's Chaikong. Hong Kong. I like how soft it is. <laughs> Maybe when you're older, you'll like soft music too. <laughs> Well, thanks again, guys, and adios, America.